A good Ner Shabbos, everybody. We're about to, to begin with Hashem, Shir number 72, in the Svarim of Rav Zalek Pliskin. We're in the Sefer on Serenity, about Menucha Sanefesh, peace of mind. Now, some people feel that the only way they can remain calm is to deny um, reality. You know, they hide their, like an ostrich hides their heads in the sand when there's trouble, and when you don't see a danger, you assume it's doesn't exist and the problem to this approach is is that when you ignore danger it doesn't disappear when there's something that you know you need to deal with um then by you know saying i'm going to be calm by detaching myself from the situation that's before me uh that's not the healthy way of handling things when you want to have menuchas anefesh but rather you need to somehow uh which we talked about various um, skills in the past Urim, but you need those qualities and the inner resources to allow a person with a calmness to face life challenges and not to deny them. So courage, rather, courage is one of those things that is helpful, and uh, I think he has a book on courage that we'll get to at some point. And also, this Mida of having Menuchas nefesh in an empowering sense uh, helps as well. Because Menuchas nefesh, peace of mind, calmness, that we talked about all through the last few weeks, is not something that's passive. It's an active Mida. It's not like it's a default Mida, like, you know, you're going to be, uh, you know, just relaxed and calm in a passive way. You have to sort of mentally choose to be in that matzav. Choose to empower yourself to be calm. And sometimes that requires visualization. Um, For example, you visualize yourself to experience a calm sense in your ability to cope with whatever may happen in life. Now some people, he says, which is interesting, they're concerned that if you do that, it may be considered negative thinking. You know, we have this famous... um, line from the Tzemach Tzedek that's uh, very important, meaning if you think positively, it'll create a reality of positive thinking. So that's very important to have positive thinking. So something people think that if you think about alternate scenarios when things may pop up and then you think about how you're going to cope with it, that's negative thinking. But he explains that negative thinking is only that you're thinking about something and uh, you're experiencing anxiety now because you're worried that you won't be able to cope with these challenges that have not yet arisen. That's negative thinking. It's affecting your present life. You're a nervous wreck now because of scenarios and you're worried this will happen, that will happen. That's negative thinking. But when you, your kavana here is, I'm not worried about it. I'm not, I have betochen and I'm thinking positive that, you know, things will go very well. But your purpose for this is simply to build up your inner strength and your inner courage to cope well with all eventualities in life. That's how your character is developed. And you build inner resources to be able to be strong in order to do so. In Shalom Bayis, this works as well. Or as a chassan and kala, as you're learning, um, you know, various classes and, and, and in, in preparing for marriage, 
and when they teach you um, properly uh, about the scenarios that could come up in a marriage, the conflicts or the disagreements or the differences in personality, or sometimes, um, you know, um, someone one being upset on the other, and and this is this is not negative thinking. Negative thinking is is when you you know you worry this is going to happen. You could think positive. You're going to have a wonderful marriage, and it's going to be great, and we're going to work together and and think positive. But bringing up these things simply as tools that this is regular life situations that come up, and to prepare yourself for that, that's a healthy thing. So that's why some of these negative aspects that are taught, uh, you know, when um, um, someone's a chassan or a kala, to explain the scenarios, the life challenges that do come up in, in, in life, that's a healthy thing, not a negative thing. Same thing over here with Menucha Sanefesh. You could think positive, not worry at all that negative things are going to happen in the future or challenging things are going to happen in the future. Uh, 100%. You could have the positive thinking, but the scenarios of saying that normally in life situations, things, stressful things could come up and it would come up. How would I handle it and develop your character and work towards thinking positively and, and calmly and thinking about how you would handle these situations? That's a healthy thing. So that's one idea, the visualization, not hiding in the sand, but and not to deny reality but acknowledge the reality of difficulties that could come up and how to cope with them. Another scenario is with Menucha Sanefesh that one needs to avoid is not to think that they could always be this way. How could I be? I want to be calm all the time. That's not really a wise thing to word a goal. You never word a goal, by the way, with a always. Why? Because as soon as you fall short even a little bit and you feel somewhat nervous or anxious, upset or worried or even angry, even if it's like for a few moments and you were able to get over it, then that def- by definition, you're not in a serene sa- state during that time. And even great people experience these states. And um, that's, that's, there's nothing wrong with that. So if you make your goal to be always calm, then you'll focus a lot on when it's not always, those scenarios, those situations where you are not calm. So that's not the goal. The tachla should not be, I'm going to eliminate uh, the worry from my mind forever and always. Rather, your goal is to just not to just increase your level of menuchas anefesh, but to just continue working on it. But if your goal is to, to, to non-stop calmness, then every moment you're not like that uh, is automatically bashing the goal that you're there. That, 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 you, that you have. It's an impossible goal to reach. And setting impossible goals can be very frustrating. So this is very important in general with Tikkun It's not just Menuchas and Nefesh, but any media you want to correct is never have that always mentality. Uh, you're, 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 it's basically the idea is that you're constantly going to work on it, reach reachable goals. And you won't be calm all the time. But the more you practice it, you'll be calm. If let's say you're only calm ten percent of the time right now, because you're generally you know to be yourself to be a nervous person. So you say to yourself, "I'm going to increase that." Not that I'm going to be perfect. And as you work on it, you'll see the ten percent menuchas nefesh 
of your life will become 20%, eventually 30%. It could go up to 90%, and that should be reasonable goal, not straight from 10% to 90% even. But you set your goals that I'm working on it constantly. When you're 10%, you, you go not 20%. Like another scenario is when you want to lose weight. If you're, let's say, 80 pounds overweight, as an example, you don't say to yourself, now I'm always going to be good. I'm never going to touch anything uh, that's unhealthy or whatever it is. No, you do workable goals. 80 pounds, now I'm instead of 80 pounds overweight, I'm only going to be 70 pounds overweight. I'm going to lose that 10 pounds within an X amount of range of time in a reasonable, realistic way, talking to nutritionists or whatever the case may be, and you do that, that's your goal. Same thing with Menuchas and Nefesh. It needs to be reachable, reasonable goals that can be reached. This applies, by the way, any time like an L time where someone wants to make a Kabbalah, you know, a Belin Neder type of a Kabbalah where they really want to get better and improve in an aspect of their lives for the upcoming year. That's a good example. Or at any time of the year, any Rosh Chodesh or whatever it is you want to renew yourself. But people do this a lot, all time going into Rosh Hashanah. That they, and, and Rapam, Zechat Tzadik of Rocha, used to talk about this. Many Rabbanim, I heard Roshas, used to talk a lot about this particular Nakuda of what we talked about here. That to... Um, when you really, you know, you're, you're in, not in a good state, you know Rosh Hashanah is coming up and you want to be makabal something, uh, like a good mida in order to overcome, um, it, they stress all the time this, do not, because in El you're very motivated, many people are, or they feel that real, going to, towards Yom and Ram, they really get pumped up and they really want to change completely, and that's a beautiful, wonderful thing, but you can't go overboard. They talk about it all the time. You don't say to yourself all of a sudden, if let's say you barely learned uh, that year, uh, you you know, the limonatory was very weak. You know, you barely learned 10 minutes a day maybe or 15 minutes a day and you feel bad about that. And you said, this year I want to be Kaveya Itam Latayra and make it a real reality in my life. And you mean it. Um, so you could build yourself towards that goal. But all of a sudden, when you say, for example, if you, you learned... 10 minutes a day, and you go into Rosh Hashanah, you're going to make a Kabbalah, I'm going to learn minimum two and a half hours a day, I mean, I'm talking about a working person, um, and, and to set that as a, as a Kabbalah, as a commitment, that will usually backfire. You, 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 you're so used to learning five minutes a day, 10 minutes a day, and so you're going to expect to learn two and a half hours a day, and, and that Kabbalah won't, may last a few days, maybe even a few weeks if you're strong, and then you'll slacken off. It's not like that. You need to work on workable, doable um, points of time. You say to yourself, if I'm used to learning 10 minutes a day, I'm going to increase that to 30 minutes. That's realistic already. Now, if you could do more, that's is Hashem wonderful. Then you, you build your muscles up. Sometimes it's easy and you realize, hey, you know, now I have more time and I like the learning and it's easy for me to learn now in an hour or two hours a night. Beautiful. But when you're starting out with the Kabbalah, it has to be a realistic, reasonable thing that you that could last long term through the course of the year. That is why many Rabbanim, Rapam used to talk about it, like I said, others talked about it, that when you makabal on yourself something for Rosh Hashanah for the upcoming year, you take small tangible changes that you know that you could last the whole year, that you won't get burned out from it. That extra safer, the extra, for example, uh, 
uh, as an example, for example, Kriyashma, you know, when you go to bedtime and you're saying Kriyashma Lamita, so right before that, you say to yourself, I'm going to learn two lines from a particular Sefer. Two lines. The Kabbalah is two lines, or maybe a small paragraph of whatever it is, of, of whatever Sefer you choose to learn, or one halacha of the Sefer Chavetz Chaim, or one paragraph of Shmira Salashin, or one um, sif, sif or Sif Katan of the Mishtabura or, or the Shulchan Aruch, or whatever it is. That, the doable, reachable goals, those small steps, and we don't realize how much profoundly that small step could get you to lead to real bigger steps. And that is the healthy approach towards Menuchas HaNefesh, or anything else you want to work on, but we're talking about Menuchas HaNefesh, peace of mind. Don't put yourself as a goal, I will always be this way. Your work in progress. Take pride in the work in progress, even if you slip sometimes. But the fact, compare the way you were that are now to what you were before, you improved, and then you continuously improve. You don't jump from ten percent to ninety percent in a minute. You go slowly but surely. As long as you're going upward, that is doable. That is attainable. That is something that you feel good about after accomplishing, and it gives you the motivation to go further. So it's a yisoid in Menuchas HaNefesh, but it's also a yisoid in life, or when you want to make Kabbalah Rosh Hashanah, or even when you want to improve in your Shalom Bayis, which the main shiurim are about. You start with these small tangible changes, but they have to be tangible and real. So for, you know, whatever the case may be, any Hanhaga that you want to be a better husband or a better wife about, and, you know, you, you know so you think, to yourself, I can't change my whole personality. But number one is no one expecting you to change your whole personality. And you work on it little by little. And you do tangible, realistic, small changes. And those small changes does wonders over a course of time. And uh, so that's basically the, the ideas which we talked about now, which is very, very important. Number one is, is not to uh, deny reality um, and... Um, to, to face your the reality of of, of, of of what you are and what your matzav is and to have the courage um, to visualize that you could uh, deal with uncomfortable situations, not to have negative thinking about it, but just you know realize that whatever comes up, I could be calm about and c- develop your character that way, exercise your muscles, your mental, muscles, your, your mental capacity that way. And also, when you have your goals of being calm, not to use the word always. That's not a healthy way of doing it, but rather to have reachable, normal, healthy goals, little by little, in a tangible way. Brochen and have a wonderful Shabbos.